Live podcast. Talking all things real estate, the strategies that build it, and sharing their own life-changing growth plans. They are two of the most dynamic people in the business with one common goal, to make you rethink, reimagine, and be re-inspired in your life and business. Welcome to the Relaunch Live podcast with your hosts, Veronica Figueroa and Jeff Lobb. Hey, welcome back to another Relaunch Live podcast. Hopefully you get re-inspired, reimagined, and making you rethink what you're doing in this world, in this business. Uh, I am missing, unfortunately, my lovely co-host today, Miss Veronica Figueroa. She is out traveling somewhere above the ocean somewhere, so uh, she'll be missed. But I am joined by an amazing guest, and I'm super excited to have him on today, Mark Choi from HighNote.io. Mark, welcome to our show today. Thrilled to have you, man. Thank you. So excited. Can't believe we're doing this finally. Yes, I know. It's been long overdue. <laughs> and we've had, we always look to find amazing guests with amazing stories because, you know, so many people get stuck in this business. You've been in it long enough to know people get stuck. They get in slumps. They don't know where growth is going to happen from. So, you know, so many people, I don't think know your story. They don't know where Mark evolved from hmm. and where you are today. And I, it's always about the story, man. It really Always. is. The story Always is the best the part. Yep. Yeah, the struggle. Yep. Um, so you reside where? You're at West Coast, right? I'm in the West Coast. I'm in San Francisco. Yeah, man. I uh, just moved out of the city and I'm in the burbs. So Burlingame, just about 30 minutes south, 20 minutes south, yeah. right before COVID. Ah, uh, thank God. Thank, yeah, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good timing on that part. Timing yeah. is everything too in real Time estate. Timing is everything in life. Yep. For sure. So you know, so I've known Mark a long time um, and, you know, some people don't know where things start. And I, and I got to tell you, knowing when you're an, at an agent level and you're just getting into either a market or a changing market, you know, there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of unknowns. And I think you've faced just about all of them, probably. Um, so let's talk about where did Mark, how did Mark get into the real estate space? Like day one, how did you get there? Huh, that's funny. Um, taking it way back. So I was working at Citigroup in their emerging technology group in New mm. York. And this was back in 2003, 2004. Real estate was really taking off and it was becoming the place to build an investment mm. and to build passive income the rich dad, poor dad, and the, uh, all of the people touting real estate, passive income. And I started investing in real estate and buying and selling on my own mm. and then moved. We, I got married and I moved to San Francisco and mm. as I landed in San Francisco, the market was even hotter in San Francisco. And I quit my job and I said, um, I had quit my job before I moved to San Francisco, but I said, <laughs> all right, let's, Let's do real estate as an investment. Let's build a portfolio. Mm. Let's build a, a whole bunch of passive income investments. And as I was looking for real estate, I had befriended an agent. And this agent, Chris Lim, yeah. who's now president of Christie's International Real Estate, wow. and my partner at Climb, he said, you know, we, we became friends quickly. He was my agent. He was helping me source properties, investment properties. 
Yeah. And pretty soon he just said to me, you know what? You should, you should get your license and be a real estate agent. And mm. I was sort of like taken aback. I'm like, what? Be? No, that's your job. Like, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to be an agent, but you know, in real estate, it takes, it takes, a, when you're investing in real estate, it takes a while to build up a portfolio and yeah. it takes a while to generate cash flow. So I said, okay, maybe I'll get my license and maybe that could help with the investment business. And, um, you know, the rest is history. I, I, I got my license. Now and... you were not, now you were an engineer before, like your, what was your core career? Oh, I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was yeah. in emerging technology group and city group because I was an electrical and computer engineer. Wow. And I studied AI, I studied wireless communications. We were looking to apply cool technologies to Citigroup's core business. And um, so that's what I like. I like taking technology yeah. and applying it to everyday problems. Um, and so that's what I like to do. You know, the bits yeah. and bytes are interesting, but not in its own right. It's really the applications. What does yeah. technology help you do? What does it enable you do that you could not do before? Mm. Um, and so that's what I love, right? I love finding tech and improving our lives or improving our income or whatever it may be. So um, I approach real estate with a tech mind, you know? And um, so, you know, I got, I got my license and that's what I started to do. I started using technology to, to so figure out how to sell real estate. That market in San Francisco is hyper-competitive. Um, price points are, are strong there, always been strong. How do you get into, so did you have, you know, did you just start as an agent? Here I am. I'm going to just figure it out on my own. Did you have a mentor? Did you have a coach? Did you yeah. say, oh, smart, I'll do it? Yeah, absolutely. All those things. And, you know, you know, yeah, San Francisco is competitive. But I tell you, there's one motto and adage that I really like. And, uh, you know, when you grow up in New York and you grow up in New Jersey, where yeah. I'm from, yeah. Bergen County, New Jersey, yeah, New Jersey, right? Yep. Um, and I went to Rutgers, so I'm a Jersey boy through and through. Yes. You develop a toughness and a grit that I think that is great to be a part of. Not everyone, but you can, right? And there's a hustle, there's a, there's a Jersey boy, there's an underdog mentality, chip on your shoulder, um, grind it out. Right, like the Rutgers football team, it's it's yes. uh, keep chopping, right? Or, and you don't know you don't know this, but I have an underdog tattoo right here on this arm. Oh my god, you got to show us! No, <laughs> I, I, mean, I, have to, I figure out how to peel this baby off. But I have an underdog tattoo with the, with the ring, and it's got the L for lob on it because uh, I'm the same way. I play right. with a chip. You have to right, and from Jersey, that's where you're from. You know, you're you're always the underdog. You're you're next to New York. New York's the city. Every all the attention goes to the city and your your jersey, you know, it's it's sort of that's our mentality. And so, you know, you come so yeah, San Francisco's competitive, but nobody outworks us. And right. you know, they're you know, we always used to laugh at some of these San Francisco agents who I greatly respect, of course. Sure. But they take they on Saturdays they don't work and they're they're up in Napa Valley, they're up enjoying hiking and they're wine country. And that's why I moved to San Francisco because the quality of life is so high. Yeah. But, you know, um, we were hustlers. So we really outworked, you know, we worked hard. We just worked really hard. And so 
Uh, sorry, I forgot your original question now. No, so just, you know, so as an agent, how did you evolve then from an agent to more than an agent? How did you differentiate yourself? Yeah. No, no agents struggle right now. They struggle. Yeah. How do I make myself different? Absolutely. And, um, you know, when, when I got to San Francisco and I got my license and I, I learned under Keller Williams, I learned, I got the red book, the MREA book. Yeah. And that changed my world. I said, Oh my God, there, there is a system and a science behind this all. It's not just running around, picking up every buyer you can find and driving them everywhere and try to try to close deals. There's a system here and a methodology and it works. And Keller Williams built their brokerage on this system. And I said, this is what we're going to do. Right. So Chris Lim, I, you know, I reached out to him. I said, Hey, look, you helped me get my license. We should start a brokerage together. Huh. Yeah. And I said, you know, you, this, this job doesn't make sense. You, you, you know, you, you're working and working and working. What happens if you stop working? Right. If you stop, it stops. Right. Right. So and I was like, this, this is not, you know, this is not sustainable, right? You got to have build some sort of business out of it. And right. you don't have to build a brokerage, but that's one way, right? You could build a team, you could do all kinds of things. So, but I said, you know, we should start a brokerage here. And I was much, very much into the passive income, grow your income stream mentality. And I, you know, I was a rich dad. <laughs> Yeah. A rich dad aficionado, but also other business stuff and entrepreneurs. So sure. I said, you know, we need to start a brokerage and it needs to be about urban. It needs to be about downtown. It needs to be about lofts. It needs to be about what New York City is about and high rises, shiny city living. Because San Francisco didn't have that at the time. And they were going that way. You could see it. And yeah. in 2004, 2005, 2006 timeframe, there weren't many high rises there were, but if you check with the planning department, that was the plan. Uh, They're going to turn this entire area of warehouses, garages, factories, old factories into a new urban landscape and go wow. up. Wow. And I said, this is where we need to plant our flag right here. And we need to own this market right here. We have a chance and you know, you don't, one thing you've been around a while, you know, I, I was in my forties and, and you realize you don't get many shots at life. You don't get many shots on goal. That's right. And when the, when the goal, when you have a shot on goal, you, and you're from Jersey. <laughs> talking to me. You're talking my my, my lacrosse coach is coming out of me right now. Yeah. And Rutgers has a great lacrosse team now. Yes. They do. yes. But stunts. yeah. So when you have an open shot, you have to take it. Yeah. And you have to make your best shot. And so, you know, I saw a shot and I said, my God, I will kill myself if I don't take this shot. <laughs> and the shot was build a brokerage and go for this market, this new market that was opening up in San Francisco. Yeah. We'll regret it if we don't. And, you know, we have to build a brand and we have to build a new one um to focus on this area and and so anyway i hope i answered that question you did so did you go when you start with the brand so your agent you go to a you know you understand the team model you found the spot home that you think you can dominate i love the word dom let's dominate this space here yes and then you're going to create your own brand like magically you're here so did you just go straight to brand or did you start with the franchise model first or right to an independent your own thing so 
my partner, Chris, he's a marketing and sales genius. And he worked hard on building a brand. And he said, you know, we did name studies, we researched logos, we did all kinds of, you know, understanding of how to position ourselves differently. And when you look at the, you have, that's the number one thing. It's almost like, it doesn't matter what you do. It's just gotta be different. And um, it's gotta be noticeable, you know, and everyone, all the brokerages at the time were, were companies like Hill and Company, where they were Colwell Banker. These were big, big names names. at the time. Um, You know, uh, I can't remember all the names, but like, they were basically all names of people. And they were all old traditional brands, you know, um, and very traditional, you know, typical, typically what you expect in, in, a, in a city such as that. And, and, but we were changing. So we said we needed a fresh brand. We needed a new look and we needed something, not someone's name. Right. It couldn't so it's be universal to everything. Yeah. It couldn't be like Lim or Choi Lim or. <laughs> Right. Chris Lim real estate, Mark Choi real estate. Right. right. And so climb, climb was the name of the, the brokerage and it has initials. Right. So, uh, but initials of us in there, but it's, that's not the point. Oh, the yeah. point was, there you it's go. climb and climb. very, it's an aspirational name word. You know, it means go up. It means keep going. It means achieve, you know, and, uh, climb was born. Now we, we didn't start off as an independent brokerage yet. Okay. We started off as a team. Ah. And there's a lot of things to figure out as a team. Yes. And first, logistics and operations and you know, trusting, you know, building a team and marketing and what's your strategy gonna be. Um, so we started off as a team and we built it under another brokerage. And the brokerage let us build a team and brand ourselves differently. Right. Um and so that's what we did. You know, we built our team. We, we started with a, a group of seven. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, myself and Chris were the rainmakers and listings, and we needed a bunch of buyer agents that's right. and some assistance. Um, we needed a rental team as well. Right. So yeah. seven was a great way to start. Um, and that was back in 2007, something 2007. like that, 2007. Okay. Yep. So climb evolves, right? So climb goes from team, then it becomes what? Then it becomes the brokerage. Yeah. And then, so we started growing and our strategy was to focus on the condos. And back then condos were seen as a lesser form of real estate. Really? Oh, because it wasn't as luxury or stately or... Yeah, it wasn't like the mansions. It wasn't like the Victorians. It wasn't like the Edwardians, you know, through by the establishment, right? right. Plus they're a lower price point, right? right? So like, hey, you're selling a condo for 500,000. How cute, you know? (laughs) And then, you know, they're selling homes and I said, okay, that's fine. You know, we'll take this garb. We'll take the stuff you don't want. Yeah, the secondary. Yeah, yeah. And, but we knew they were planning 40,000 homes in this neighborhood. Jesus. And we did the math. I did the math. And I said, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, this neighborhood, Soma, South of Market, District 9, South Beach, Mission Bay, all this is probably going to be the number one district in sales volume in this, in if these all these things get built. And 
you know, it, at the time it was a fraction of it, but I said, let's just keep focusing in. And then I also said, well, you know what? You can't live in a condo forever. Uh, you buy a condo, you buy a one bedroom, you find a girlfriend, a boyfriend, you get married. You can't live there forever. And right. it's going to happen quick too. Yep. Right. You're there for job. You're going to change jobs. So I said, well, the turnover is pretty high and the upgrade potential is high. So you get one transaction, you put it, the buyer in, That's right. and then they resell quickly. And when I mean quickly, it's anywhere from two years to seven years. Yeah, like quicker than a regular home because Absolutely. life events happen. And this is so, so home to me because I, when we teach a lot of our geographic farming, I talk about what my feeder, I call it a feeder program. Every, I do a whole sports analogy. Cause you have to have a feeder program. Like it's got a feed and your story right there. Exactly how we teach. It's the feeder it's program. Feeder. It feeds, you get them in, then you get them up and out. And we've even seen some come full circle where, you know, 20 years later, they want to downsize now or divorce happens or something. And they come back down to the condo or townhouse yeah. because of yeah. the same thing. And that's, that's critical. You need yeah. to like be the realtor for life. You need right. to be a real estate agent for life. And yeah. I quickly learned that like, Hey, I'm putting all these buyers in, you know what? I need to stay in touch with these buyers, you know, because they're going to be sellers and then right. et cetera. So, um, but then not only that, they're buyers again. So you, they, they buy on fourth street and they sell and yeah. they go buy a, a larger unit right. somewhere in the city or maybe somewhere outside the area. So you get three transactions in one, right? That's the way we looked at it. And I yeah. said, just keep, Pounding away on the buyers here, the new construction buyers. There were tons of new construction. And you could mark, it was great because 200 units go up, 500 units go up, 600 units go up. You just focus on one building. That's you huge. can literally sell that one building. So we mobilized the entire group to sell one building. And you know, there's an event, there's a sales event, get all your buyers in, get the best pricing, pricing would go up and, um, you know, market to that one building. And we would sometimes we capture on our best building, we captured 40% of the sales in that building. Wow. Just Talk representing buyers. Yeah. That's, that's huge. And then we grew. We were 7, 10, 20. We grew to 25 agents inside this brokerage. We ended up becoming a quarter of the brokerage volume. Yep. And... And then it became like climb, the name became, started growing and we started getting a lot of influence and we started to overshadow. I, I felt like the, the owner and the leadership there felt like we were overshadowing them and the brand. I, yeah. we had to break off. So I, I don't, I wouldn't say overshadowing, but there was definitely some rifts going on Yeah, and yeah. Uh, stepping on toe, et cetera. So, you know, we said, Hey, this is the time that we split off and become independent. And when we did that, it was during the peak of the great recession, Ooh. 2010. 10, yeah, things just fell off the cliff, yep. Right, and I said, you know what? When everyone's contracting, they're closing offices, they're cutting down on advertising spend, they're cutting down on everything, this is when we should expand, actually. So I said, you know, and we both kind of agreed, like when everyone is retracting and when it looks bad is when you should be doubling down. Hmm. And, you know, from the analogy was like, there's a magazine, the magazine, real estate magazine, everyone was buying advertising in there. 
right. all of a sudden it cut down to half. Yeah. Yep. And I then remember. we said, well, and then the rates dropped to 50%. I'm like, wow, if we buy more advertising in here, we're going to have like a bigger share of this, this magazine. We should do that, you know? And so it was like that way. We, we got an office and we doubled down on all our advertising. Wow. And so when everyone contracted, we expanded. And then so we grew much faster as a result. So that's a life lesson right there. It's sort Honestly, of like, that's a lesson for right now. If you're not, li if you're listening to this right now, when the sheep are going off the cliff, you know, you got to go the other way, right? That's right. You go the other way. And, uh, you know, I, I teach this in some of my things. I say zig when they zag, right? You got to go when they go this way, you got to go that way. Go bigger. And because if you go the same direction, unless you are stronger in some way, you have more money, you have more market power, you have more agents, mm. you're not going to win. Right. You know, if you have more resources, you should do it. If right. you don't, you better run the other way and find another way. Find another way. Yeah. yeah. So, so climb, so climb takes its, its, its launch, but, um, and I want to make sure our audience, we try and say the 30, 30, so minutes or so, but so climb builds, how long does it take to build to where you get to your next level of climb? And where you, what, I won't tell people what happened to climb at the end. I'll let you share that, but okay. how big did so, this thing go? Yeah. So we, we were growing, you know, we, we were, we were like top 25 in the Bay area got our name in the paper and then we started growing more and more then we became top 10 in the city number nine number eight number seven wow. and then the next one above us was sotheby's yeah. and there was a group of six that were kind of like far and away up yeah. and then we were like seven eight nine we were leaders of the second tier right um but we started getting a national name inman and a lot of publications started seeing our marketing and we had some unique marketing thanks to my partner we had an airstream and so back then food trucks were the rage um and i said you know what there's something to this food truck thing that we could adopt to real estate and he had already bought an airstream thinking the same thing wow yeah he said oh don't worry about it i already got it and he he bought an airstream yeah. And he's like, that was going to be our mobile office. And I said, yes, that's it. That's what we need. And it became a big stunt for us. It, we decorate, he decorated so gorgeously, beautifully. This is the new real estate office. We got into all kinds of magazines. I've got tons of press and PR. And we would wheel those out, that Airstream out for open houses. Yeah, that's awesome. So when the seller, we tell the seller, hey, we're going to list your home. And this is how we're going to market it. We're going to bring an Airstream out and attract people to your open yeah. house. Oh my God. Done. Where do I sign? That's right? amazing. Yeah. So this is how you stand out. You got to stand out. And, you know, um, then we started, um, our website was different. You know, Facebook was just taking off. And so yeah. our webs, our bio agent bio page, we made it very Facebook like it was about the agent and their personal life, not about their professional life. Everyone's got the same headshot and website on real estate brokerages. So we just made it personal instead of like everyone at the time and sitting there and blah, blah, blah. It was more of like, what's my favorite food? What's my favorite hobby? Where do I like to travel, et cetera. Taking the elements of what the trends are and applying them to real estate. And then we started featuring dogs and our pets, the oh, agents, yes. pets and their kids on our site. And oh so they're part of the roster, in fact. And so a lot of people got attention, you know, saw this stuff and 
we were started winning awards, most innovative this, most innovative website, best website, etc. And we started getting a name for ourselves nationally. We grew to a billion in sales in I think 2015. And we were rocket shipping out of the city. We were growing out of the Bay Area, Bay, and going out of the city, going to the Bay Area, all around the burbs. Yeah. And then just people were joining us and you know we're about 110 agents we grew to 200 agents um all on this model of focusing on the first time buyer or the condo buyer and Jeez. as they were selling we were growing and we were growing exponentially um 2016 uh you know it was kind of a, a watershed moment for real estate you know compass started coming on the scene in yep. 2015 2014 there was all this venture back tech platforms. Uh, Compass came in with an $80 million raise. That's right. Which is nothing now. No. They raised over no. a billion. Yeah, that was that was huge back then. Now it's like, really only that's all they did. Right. So anyway, um, you know, I, and I and I said, I've always said in the beginning, I said, look, we need to own this market. And because if we own this market, this this corner of the world, small corner of the world, and we own it, this is our hood, and no one could touch us. You know, in one of the sub neighborhoods there, South Beach, we were twice the second brokerage right. in market share, and it was just a fight. You know, we took own it, own it, own it. I said, you got to be known for something. You got to be great at something. This is what we're going to be great at. This little slice of the world, and I said, you know what? If we own this, the only way that a brokerage can have this is to buy us. And so that was always in the plan. I said, look, we got to own this. And there's two things that could happen. One, we could own it and have a great business. Or two, someone else can own us and have a great business. And yeah. the latter happened, right? Uh, um, everyone came calling. Compass, Remax, um, you know, a whole bunch of places in Realogy, um, Berkshire, yep. you know, home services, sorry. And, uh, you know, we, we wanted to go national. And we said, who is going to be the best player for us to be national? We weren't going to franchise. We weren't going to do any of that because um, yep. we just didn't have the expertise. And right. I said, you know what? We need a partner that can take us national. Right. And we said, okay, Realogy. Really, GB the one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they they purchased us in 2016. Yeah. And the reason one of the reasons why we sold is because we saw Compass coming to our market, and they were armed with all this venture capital, lots and tech and and, and tech, and they were buying agents, and we we're like, you know what, we're we're showing up. What's the what's the phrase? We're showing up to a a gunfight with oh. a yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they yeah. were coming with bazookas, yeah, and we had a little pop gun, pop gun, yeah, a little pop yeah. gun, BB guns, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you know, we just said, Hey, we know we had a good ride, it was a, a solid 10 year ride, and you know, it we'd still be probably have it today if it wasn't for Compass, to be honest with you. But we said, You know, maybe it's time to find a bigger partner, right? And you know, we explore all kinds of options and Realogy was the one. So we got acquired by Realogy in 2016. Hmm. So you get acquired, you know, a lot of times they want you to stay on for a little bit, of course, part of your arrangement. 
Uh, we can't obviously get into too much of that, but so you stayed on for a bit or did you, did you say I'm done with real estate now? Cause you transitioned to a whole new role. I want to get to what you're doing now, but yeah. When so say, like, when did you say I'm done? Like, I'm out. Yeah. You know, I'm not a big company guy. I've worked for many big companies, Citigroup and us West and Siemens. And, you know, I, I get lost in big companies and yeah. it's very political, very hierarchical, very bureaucratic. Um, and I just can't play that. I'm an entrepreneur. I like to start things. I like to learn about things and figure it, figure it out and implement my own plans. Mm. And so I stayed there for two years, part of my contract. Um, sure. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to build real estate tech too. And there, there's a, you know, a need that I felt that I needed and all of our agents needed and our brokerage needed and that I was going to, built and so i started building it after i left and it's called high note and the need is you get a lead you get a buyer lead and a seller lead yep. and you need to respond and not only do you need to respond but you need to respond as fast as possible but as beautifully as possible as impactfully as possible right and there aren't a lot of tools that allow you to do that today quickly and right. allow you to customize what you're going to send. Um, and the agent customize what they're going to send. So end up, what ends up happening is you send an email yep. full of attachments and links yeah, and a 50 page PDF. Yeah. Um, maybe two of them. And video and all kinds of things in this a link horrible... to a YouTube, a link to a website. It's all yeah. links and stuff. Yeah, and That's the long it. email, and and then you try to set up a call, and it's just really poor experience for the reader, and also for the agent. They're scrambling to get stuff together, and then the brokerage can't support each agent properly because mm -hmm. they can't build these custom presentations right properly right. and quickly enough. And we tried as a brokerage. Yeah, and. You know, I said, there's got to be a better way here, you know. And so we kind of looked at how an agent works and they're on the go and they have stuff everywhere. Yeah. They have stuff, right? And, yeah, and I said, well, but there needs to be something where you could just take everything, drag and drop it into a container or some sort of envelope, pretty envelope, pretty gift bag, pretty, pretty. binder. Right. And wrap it up package it really nicely, yep. put a bow on it and deliver it. And when they open it and they see it and they read it, they take things out. Oh, this is nice. This is, oh, this is nice. This is, this is their listing present. This is how they sell. This is their, we tell you what they're reading and we give you powerful analytics as to what is being opened, how long they're spending on it <laughs> and giving you analytics on how to win the deal. And not only that, but this thing's got to be easy to use for, 100%. for every single real estate agent, right? Yeah. Yes. And so, you know, I said, that's a great platform that doesn't exist today. And I'm going to build it. And so we built it and we're selling it. You know, we're, we're selling the software and it's called HighNote. And it's great. Agents are finding, are using it. They're winning listings. They're winning offers. Yeah. They're delivering offers with it, which is surprising to me in the very beginning. Yeah. And they are winning. They're beating multiple offers out, beating stronger offers. 
um, price-wise because what they're doing is they're impressing the listing agent. They're impressing the seller. And because they're like, wow, I want to work with this agent and their client. They're serious. Yeah. Um, agents are using it to recruit to teams. They're using it to deliver property marketing. They're using it as all kinds of ways to stand out, to make themselves look good, to make themselves a better agent and to be competitive. Sure. Um, and so we've kind of, we've tapped into a need just because I was an agent and I needed this too. You needed it. Right. I had an itch to scratch. And they always say, if you're going to build a software product or something, scratch your own itch. Right. And because probably someone else has got that same problem, same itch. Yeah. Um, And I think it's also a technological gap in the, in the space of tech because, you know, email is just email and attachments are sometimes not deliverable. They're not pretty. There's no visual context to it. It's just a hot mess of delivery. So, I think that exactly. that need, I think, is in so many other fields too, in so many other areas of sales and marketing that because email is just going to always be really email. Absolutely. And, you know, that was the one thing that kind of dawned upon me. I was like, you know, the main platform that we all spend our day in, real estate agents too, especially, they spend 85% of their time in email. Yeah. And email really fundamentally has not changed since it was invented. No. You know, your first email client was Eudora or whatever it was, AOL, (laughs) you know, Yahoo, you know, whatever, Hotmail. It's the same. A list of messages full of attachments and links. And it has not changed. There needs to be a real estate platform, a platform for agents and buyers and sellers to do their business on. Yeah. Like, you know, ideas, you know, for just for those who try to visualize some of this too, but like, if I was an agent that wanted to differentiate, like I could have my one branded page be like a pre-listing package with all the cool stuff I want to send about my team, a link, a video, and then I could have a listing presentation. I could have an after I close presentation. Like there's so many cool ideas that you create them. Absolutely. And they, you know, they're sending, Hey, you're, you're in contract, right? Here's what to do next. And then there's a whole list of things that are beautiful and the same and sent each time. When you close the property, here's your closing statement. Here's how you change your utilities. Here's how you pay property taxes. Thank you. It was so great to work with you. And then staying in touch, market reports, um, you know, recruiting, buyer presentation, neighborhood presentation. So it's just a really easy tool for agents to do their jobs. And for us, it's more of, you know, what gives us joy to see the success that agents have. And they report back to us, hey, I beat number one listing agent in my city yeah. using high note. I won an offer and beat 36 other offers with high note. Um, you know, it's just so impactful, a game changer. You know, this is like the, the, the one phrase that we hear all the time. It's a game changer. Game changer. Yeah. So it was great. I, I love it. And, um, you know, we, we keep iterating on the platform and, you know, this is really the evolution. The vision is really to be the real estate sales platform for the industry. And, but you need to figure out, you know, the, the, but you have to do it right. You have to go in the right order. And the right order is first help agents win deals. There's a gap in the industry. There's a gap in the industry. How do you, you get a lead? You can buy leads anywhere. You get leads all kinds of ways. Sure. How do you convert that lead? You know, how do you convert that lead? 
And we provide a tool to help you convert the lead. Not only convert, but win. Yeah. You know? And think about all the Zillow leads, all the realtor.com leads, all the web leads, all the paid advertising, all the Facebook leads. Like having something visual to send them that has all this context and all this pretty sales marketing stuff built in is almost unheard of. It doesn't exist. That's right. And right. I mean, it, it exists, but yeah. in, in a way that doesn't, you know, real estate agents are really funny. It's the only sales person that is both a marketer and a salesperson. Yeah. Usually in most industries, you're just a salesperson. You don't do the marketing. That's right. You know, like your software sales, you're just selling the software. Yeah. You're not like yeah. trying to make your proposal look pretty. Right. For if sure. you're, if you're an insurance, you're not trying to be do marketing. You're just delivering quotes and, and things like that. Car sales, you know that. So yeah. So but real estate's different. You need to be pretty. You need to be gorgeous. You need to tug your marketing and your image needs to be emotional. It needs to be connective. It needs to be um, aspirational. And real estate agents usually can't do both. Not well. I mean, let's face it. You only have your gift, right? Your gift is right. your gift. You usually hire others to fill in that void. But in some cases, we don't have that privilege in real estate. So you have to do it yourself. Or when you find that person that fills in that void, they now have tools and resources that can make you look amazing. And more importantly, win deals. That's how we all. Absolutely. Play. It's all it's all it's about. Wow, what a journey! So I, I'm, you know, excited to see where this is going to go. Um, let me just kind of wrap this baby up though, because we just heard from, you know, I was an IT engineer mindset corporate guy to uh, I walked in as a real estate agent to I built a company in a down market, changing market, in a competitive market to a multi-billion dollar company that sold. Congratulations on that! And then said, I want my entrepreneurship back. And hear you off on the next story, the next level of, you know, Mark. And if people want to know more about you, is there a favorite site you like to send them to? I mean, highnote.io is the company site. Is there a place you'd rather send people to to know more about you or? Um, I guess social media would be the best, you know, connect with me on Instagram, Mark Choi. Um, you can message me on that, um, but I'm on all platforms. I may not be prompt on everything, but if you want, <laughs> you might email me is best Mark. Yeah, it's uh, so again, Mark at highnote.io. Mark at highnote.io. And I see, oh, you have like hashtag, uh, not hashtag, the handles your, here, but is this your handles are on here? Yeah, your handles are on here probably for IG. Yeah, for IG. IG got it. Yeah, so yep. you can follow then, me, connect with me. Um, I love to talk to agents. I love to talk to agents. So, yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm an open book. Fabulous. Thank you so much for uh, sharing your story. Um, I love the trip you're on and I'm anxious to see what happens in the next five to 10. It's, it's going to be a great ride. So I'm excited. Thank, yeah. Thanks for being Thank on you. Relaunch Live. Um, appreciate being here. For those um, listening, uh, make sure you follow us on all of our channels. This is streaming on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and we'll be on Spotify, Apple, and all of the other channels. So um, thanks for being here. We'll see you guys soon. Jennifer, wrap us up. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to the Relaunch Live podcast, helping you rethink, reimagine, and be re-inspired in your life and business. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. Find the show on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and YouTube. See you next time.